Hello and welcome to the On Topic Podcast. My name is Richard. His name is... It's John. And this is the On Topic Podcast. I quite like because I'm getting a visual of hungover Richard, which is quite good. The, uh, the, the only podcast in the world that takes a different topic each episode and discusses it at length <laughs> for that episode. Unlike the rest of your day today, you could turn my volume down in your ears. <laughs> so that's got its advantages. What is the topic about is what you're going to say. What's the topic this time, John? The topic this time quite aptly is beer. Beer. Yes. Beer. beer. We're just talking about beer, not all alcohol. We're talking about beer. Yeah. yeah. Do you like beer, John? I do. I've got a beer to celebrate it being beer day. Yeah, and it's and we're recording on a Friday. And we're recording on a Friday. So yeah, I thought I thought I'd have a beer while we talk about beer. I do like beer. Um, I was trying to think of because I think that I was trying to. You know, I like to kind of ask. I like to kind of think of something uh, like a a first thing for the when we're talking about a subject. And normally I would say, "When was your first beer?" But I think that's a rubbish question. I think the question is, when was the first time you had a beer and it didn't taste like shit? Mm. Because I think, or when you're a kid and you kind of, your dad's having a beer or whatever, and he goes, oh, do you want a sip? And you have a sip and go, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. This yeah. It's good. It's yeah, shit. it's really horrible, isn't it? Really, really it's horrible. very bitter. Yeah. And yeah. I got... And yeah. I definitely remember the first time I had a beer that didn't taste like shit. It's a very not a good beer, but I'm still going to take it. I think, um, I think it was probably at my grandma and granddad's. Right. He used to, <laughs> he used to always offer his uh, skull. Skull lager, yep. And um, and I didn't used to accept, accept, but I got to a certain age and suddenly did start accepting it. How old were you then? I don't know, like 12, 13. Okay. And and the the other time was like on holiday abroad with parents. They'd let us have a beer then as well. And that was a similar sort of age. And that was all right. I didn't didn't realise until very recently, Skoll is only 2%, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it was quite a good good choice for a grandparent to give their grandson. I think my first bit... Similar. And it means cheers in Viking. Ah, I didn't know that. I thought it just meant horrible it's beer. because you don't watch all these brilliant dramas no, I that they have on terrible. Prime and Netflix and stuff. <laughs> I can imagine they do that in the middle of Vikings. No one goes, do you know Skull? Skull. They do it all the time. Every well, sip. <clears throat> my first beer was a kind of con, really. Well, sort of. Uh, my, my dad wanted a shingle front... Uh, not... not like front garden, like so to get rid of the garden and to put shingle over it. And we live near the beach. And it turns out my dad is a lawbreaker. But he got me and my little brother to go and get carrier bags of shingle off the beach, which is illegal, by the way. Oh right. And what did it what was he gonna use it for? I put it over put it on cover the front garden. Do his entire driveway. Yes. With shingle from the beach, which what? we did do. Um, oh right, you but you live near the beach. About but how long did this master plan? How long did he intend it to take? I think it took about four or five days. And we how many trips did you do? I don't even know. Don't even know. We had double bags, carrier bags, and we were filling them up on the beach and then walking back. It was about 
It's like three, uh, that three film. Meters each way, 300 meters, 400 meters each way. What's that film where he crawls through that pipe of poo? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. You're yeah, just like shaking out your pockets. But we didn't know yard. until years later the reason he was doing that is because he couldn't do it because he'd be arrested. But he thought if you send two kids down, no one's going to really notice. Anyway, when we'd done that, uh, it, it, I had to, we raked it into place, me and my dad, to kind of get it all flat. And when we'd done it, my dad said, done a really hard job. You deserve a beer. And he used to drink something called Jaguar from the co-op. I don't think anyone's ever heard of it, but it was, no. I think it's made by the co-op. And it's about 3%. It could be like 25 Is it a blue can? I think it might be. Might have been. There's a picture of a Jaguar on it. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember opening it, thinking, "I oh, this is why would I want your horrible, bitter, fizzy piss drink?" Because after that, you were tar in the roof. <laughs> yeah. And then I tasted it, and I was like, "They're onto something here. This is banging. This is delicious." Well, yeah, after hard work. Yeah, that was then. That was the first. I had beers loads. Of time. And we used to have a neighbour called Mister Evans who would always give you those <laughs> shitty uh, beer. One of those little French stubbies. If you're around his house, he'd go, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd go, Radio, would you like a beer? I don't know why it's felt like that. It was half Jamaican, half Welsh. And then you'd, uh, and it was always warm because it was kept in the garage. Yeah. And I'd just be thinking, you're all mental. It's disgusting. Yeah. Barbecue, barbecue beer. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's was very weak as well. That's very weak as well, those French ones. Yeah. I think they were about 2.4 or something like so that. So, that's not about introductory beer. No. I, what do you picture, though, in your, in your, in your tiny brain? When you hear the word beer, do you think, do you, I picture like the classic old fashioned pint glass with like a, a actual bitter, you know, with a big oh, white okay. head. With a handle? Yeah, or with a handle or just that sort I of think, style of beer. I remember the pint I don't think of, of lager. Yeah, but I Ameri- America, beer is lager, isn't it? You know, I probably, do, I, I probably am a lager thinker. Yeah, that's funny. Because, I, I mean, it's, lager is a type of beer, isn't it? But. Yeah, my dad drinks. My dad's more bitter than lager, really. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think he probably just thought, "Have a lager, I'm not going to waste bitter." And when I was a kid, we always had bitter shandies, and I quite like bitter shandy. Yeah, we used to have um, yeah, like shandy bass, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's quite if, nice. If we were doing this 15 years ago, this podcast, we'd be literally just talking about either Carling, yeah, Foster's, or Tetley, or yeah. John Smiths, and we, but now. The beer world has exploded, hasn't it? It absolutely has. I was trying to get statistically speaking, I was trying to work out when the kind of when the evolution of microbreweries started in the UK, and I got it to when it. Uh, I'm not going to go with when it started because I think that's an arguable point, but I think you can mm. say when it kicked into high gear. I think. I'm going to say it's about, I've got it on, my statistics put it at about 2016, when it really started to ramp up into high gear. In the UK, in 2016, we had 1,871 breweries. Yeah. By 2020, we had uh, basically 1,400 more. Well, we have 3,018 breweries by 2020. Yeah. Yeah, well, incredible. Well, I think we've sort of said in the past, we've been talk, we've talked about it in the past, and it, you do have to sort of perhaps give Brewdog some credit. Have to, on that. yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I remember seeing them about 12 years ago, right? 
appear on um, Oz and James's Wine Adventure or whatever it was called. Right. And uh, that was the, it started off as them going around vineyards, but the final series, which is about 10, 10 11 years ago, they they started they went around the British Isles and this little microbrewery was on the program and oh a brew dog you know we're doing something really different and, and they should they they tried punk and they tried Elvis I think was the only wow. two they had at the time and uh, it sort of come from there hasn't it because like I say you before you would have said right, oh yeah so beer bitter or lager yeah mild Even... you could you could stretch to stout mild but now you're talking about IPAs, sours, you know, yeah. all these well, I think different types since of beers. We've been friends. This has kind of like been like just exploded. Yeah. I started, I think there's a moment in your life when you get too old for lager. I think that yeah. makes some sense. Where I, I remember on my 30th birthday, I took some friends out. We went to an Indian restaurant and they only do lager. I whatever. What's that? What's the one? Tiger? Kingfisher, Cobra. Cobra was. And, uh, which kept the cobra coming, and uh, we got the tables booked for about seven thirty. By nine thirty, I was gassed out, like just full. Yeah. I felt like I was going to fucking explode. And I kind—I only say I called my thirtieth birthday early. Like it was about ten thirty or something. We went to another bar, and I went, "I'm just a bit, you know." Yeah, yeah, poked. <laughs> I'm gonna. Cobra is supposed to be specially designed for drinking with curry. Yeah, but it's if you're and apparently they, they, all they've done is make it less fizzy than most lagers. But again, I think that depends. But it's on still, where you are still, as well. still really fizzy. And then after my thirtieth birthday, this is my evolution into drinking. I was in a shop, and you know the reduced bin. There was a one can of Guinness that had obviously fallen out of a multi pack. Yeah. Well, I tried Guinness years earlier and thought, don't know why anyone's drinking that. <clears throat> and I think it was one pound. For a can of Guinness with a widget, yeah. and I thought I'm going to take that home. And I opened it, put it in the fridge, opened it, had a sip, and I thought, "This is the future, non-gassy beer." Yeah, and then got into that, and then from then, yeah, just carried on going and going and going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got, I've got some interesting facts. Oh, go for some interesting facts. Uh, fifteen fun facts about beer. I did see that, but let's let's hear them. Okay, humans. So, not any other type of life form. Hum- we humans have, we, all we have got over exactly the, the same fact. All oh, right, okay. Well, that's, so that's you. Good. You do it <laughs> exactly. We'll do it together. Uh, humans all over the world consume fifty billion gallons of beer I, each year. I did find that amazing. Actually, that is incredible. Hard to sort of picture how many pints in a gallon. Oh, it's easy to do. Meat, I can it? check it's that. Four liters in the can. How many pints in eight? Uh, eight. I was right. Eight. Eight. So four hundred billion pints. Wow. Wow. Four hundred billion pints. It's a fundamental part of society. Like wherever I've been in the world, you can get a beer. And I kind of. And oh, the other yeah. thing is, I kind of log. I remember what. I would have if I'm there. Like if you're in um, Vietnam, you can get a can of Cheers, or if you're in um, Cambodia, or especially also a Thailand singer. Especially British culture, like British life. I can't think of a single British thing that isn't beer. 
going to watch football, beer, having a barbecue, beer, uh, yeah. a wedding, beer, christening, beer, funeral, beer. Yeah. Any any form going out for a meal, beer. Every, it's just they can't think of a British activity that doesn't involve beer. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Car boot sale, beer. <clears throat> The next fact is that beer is one of the oldest beverages in the world, dating back to 5,000 years before Christ. You missed one. Oh, yes. Sorry. I did. Yeah, sorry. I did. Anyway, well, you can have that one. Beer okay. is the... Yeah, world's always, Old is one of the oldest beverages in the world. That's incredible, but it's because it was safer than water. Yes, exactly. So, especially sort of medieval times, mm. or in pre that, actually, it was... It was cleaner than what, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. I mean, it had sort of pre preservationary things in it, didn't it? You know, to keep it. And I think I'm right. I think it was really, really weak as well. Every I think we did speak about this once in the podcast, but I think every civilization on Earth found alcohol in a, in any way. They yeah. found it, whether it was rotting fruit or uh, whatever, they all got there somehow. Um, apart from, I think, Aboriginal Australians. I think never got alcohol. Like um, Chinese didn't never made glass. I think it's a similar thing. Well, they got what forex. Was, what was the one I missed? Uh, yeah. So no. So that is mad. That is mad. But I, again, like we said, I think it's understandable that we've noticed this, that we spotted this phenomenon that you can do. Uh, it says uh, it's probably quite disputable. This one. It says Budweiser is the world's most famous beer. I can't, it probably I think, is I think in terms is. of marketing and is, reach yeah. and. It's in most countries, isn't it? Yeah, I like absolutely. that. I like that a lot of the um, continental European places have ignored it. Like you don't go to Spain and get one. Yeah, and there was a real push, a huge push for Bud in the UK in the mid to late nineties. Yeah, a massive push, and the pushback was that it tastes like piss. Like it is, <laughs> it just failed on that one thing where everyone was like. Yeah, I drink beer, but that's horrible. They were so uh, they were so keen to keep it in bottles as well. Yeah. yeah, it was part of the thing, wasn't it? Yeah, but again, that's, that's I think that pushed against British culture as well. If you're going to a pub, you don't want a bottle of beer. That's what you have at home. They did bring it into to the pump in the yeah. Lake. They did eventually, yeah. Yeah, but then I think uh, by then you'd got things like Bex Veer had moved onto the pump as well, hadn't it? Yeah, um, I know my wife's a big Bex fan, so I know she she quite like them. But it's funny, me and my wife don't have the same taste. My wife drinks beer, but my she don't got the same taste in beer. But we both think the bud is piss, like it's the worst beer. Yeah, one of the I, worst high profile beers. Only thing I've ever used it for is uh, to sneakily have a half instead of a pint. Well, yeah, I suppose I'm so. running out of effort. You can just yeah. sort of say, oh, "I'll just have a bottle of bud." It's not quite actually weird. a pint. The first sip isn't that bad. It's the fact it loses oh. carbonation really fast. And yeah. It's so fucking boring, I yeah. think, is the thing. Um, <clears throat> I have got the Czech Republic was the first country to ever have a beer museum. I yeah. don't think that's really showing off as much as they maybe think it is. That's not much. I can a... believe that. Hmm. They, have, they any... have the proper Budweiser, don't they? Budweiser is Czechoslovakian, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Star. Pro, how do you say that? Star Proman, that one? Yeah, I can't remember. Our friend James is a big fan of that one. Yeah, that's a very that's very popular worldwide. That's Czech. Yes. So I'm not surprised to hear that they're, they're, they're on top of it. 
yeah, Pilsner's, I think, which is, which Ooh, is yeah. great. No sugar in the brewing process, so that I think they're a bit sharper and drier. I yeah, remember. I think they have those cloudy ones over there as well, don't they? Oh yeah, those. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Like sort of milky. Like yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, almost fruity kind of taste. I quite like that. What is the next fact on the factometer? This is <laughs> McDonald's sell beer on its menu in countries such as France, Germany, Portugal, and South Korea. I have had a beer in France at McDonald's. Is South Korea the goody one or the baddy one? Yeah, it's the goody one. All right. There is no McDonald's in the, in the baddy one. All right. Yeah. So I was th- that's what I was wondering. <laughs> that would be really weird. Yeah, <laughs> we've got our own communist bread. We've got communist wheat, McDonald's. We've got communist paving stamps. What was that one? <laughs> Web spoons. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the wimpy. Anyway. Well, they sell beer. I'm pretty sure they sell beer in the British McDonald's now, don't they? No. They don't. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm certain. Okay. I'd have had one <laughs> with a paper straw. I, I mean, McDonald's a... is a little quotation marks restaurant. It so is. So it's not super surprising that you'd get a beer there. Oh, it's, but again, it's because it's part of the culture. It's like there's this, uh, um, I t- I'm not sure if you've been to Italy, but there's a culture of beer in Italy that is totally ignored by the world because if everybody just goes Italians, why? Like instantly. Yeah. Well, that's bollocks. And they have, I remember. Peroni. Well, that's not that popular. One of the beers that shook me when we were in, um, I think the first time we went out there, we went to Sicily uh, on the beer pumps. They'd got like Heineken. Fair enough. Something else, something else. And they'd got a uh, Carlsberg special brew. And I was like, that can't be Cos... Oh, it is. It is. Because they'll have... Carlsberg Special Brew? Yeah, because they'll have one. Oh. Not nine. Right. <laughs> but it's like, after work, I'm going to have a pint. Might as well be... What's Carlsberg Carlsberg Special Brew? 9%? Yeah, yeah. Might as well be 9%. And then, wow. but yeah, it's on, I've seen it, yeah, all over Italy. Yeah, I've seen it in... What, what country comes into your head straight away with beer, though? Here. Belgium, I think. Yeah, I don't like Belgian beer. We've no, I know, but they it just comes that literally those words just roll together. Belgian beer. Like, that is a culture like no other. When we went to um, Bruges, there is literally every other place is a brewery. Like it's there's so much beer, it's amazing. And, and I'm being a twat because when I'm saying Belgian beer, I mean. The you know ones because you like them. What the brown bottles ones? Yeah, like your Duvels and your yeah. Trappist ones and your triples and Duvels. that's why I don't like. Yeah, but there are obviously thousands of beers and you can get the right one. The Trappist but, ones are just too sweet. They're porters and stouts, aren't they? Yeah, I I, start, I like dry beer and um, that's not dry enough for me. So yeah. yeah, well, you've got a very specific profile that you like really so have you you yeah, like I mean, your hoppy ipa type things yeah and it's got to have a little bit of something something to it it can't be boring um this one's quite i'm drinking a beer at the moment which is bread and butter by um vocation which isn't my favorite but as we're doing a podcast it's only it's three... probably a good afternoon one that one yeah 3.9 percent. i thought that'd be fine yeah. <clears throat> um what else we got We've snake got... venom is the strongest snake... beer in the world 67.5 percent alcohol I... volume I bet you can buy it in a shop. I bet no one's drinking a pint of that, are they? At 67. Brewed by Scottish brewery Brewmeister. Yes. I'm gonna say I've never heard of it. I'm, I'm going to say that's Brewmeister. Brewmeister, yeah. I don't no, think no, 
I've, I've heard of it. And and it'll be just like, yeah, like you say, it'll be more like a liqueur. Yeah. You know, it'll be tiny have got Haven't they? Brewdog have got the Bismarck. Theirs is, they've got a uh, beer called Bismarck, which is the same. You can get a tiny shot of it. Have you ever tried Special Brew? Uh, years ago, and it was a sip to see how, how bad it would be, because at the same time... And how bad is it? I haven't tried it. It still tastes like lager. Yes. Could you trick someone into drinking it? Never. No. All right. So it's very distinct. Very strong. You can you can you can take. It's like if if somebody put gin in your beer, not vodka, gin. Could you right. taste it? Yeah. And that right. is where you are with it. it. Is a very alcoholic flavor. Right. To it. Right. Right. Same as uh, Tenants did one called Tenants Super because it's oh yeah double the strength. And when I used to run a shop, you for, can't get um, your hands on smack. <laughs> when I ran a shop for BP. Uh, we were supposed to stock Carlsberg Special Brew, and I wouldn't stock it, right? Because um, they just thought it was lunacy. So, whenever they used to come and check the you know, thing called a planogram, which is your stuff in the shops, they'd go, "I see you're still uh, missing Carlsberg Special Brew." And I go, oh, "I just missed it. We had loads of it yesterday. It's sold out." My hairdresser used to drink it. You get some people who just while cutting my hair. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> All day. Wow. And his partner, I've, I don't think I've told this on the podcast before. I think I've told I you I think before. so. Um, so, yeah, as a kid, the, my, our local barbers, it had a bloke who drank special brew all day. And his partner, a lady female hairdresser who partnered in the shop with him, after years and years and years, she he sold a half of the shop, so they were actual partners. Right. And one of her things was, you can't drink special brew anymore while cutting people's hair. You can't just have a can of special brew next to the scissors and the comb on the thing anymore. This is just... No, you can't do this. Right. And he was like, okay, fine. Yeah, I can see what you mean. And uh, so what he did instead was he did he poured it, the special brew, into an empty can of Diet Coke in right. the kitchen while winking at you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that changes anything. So she knew... And did I don't know how... I don't know. She must have. Yeah. Of stuff. Uh, but yeah, but that's impressive, isn't it? That to be able to drink special brew all day. All day, yeah, because you'd need a nap, wouldn't you? After a couple it of was great character. That is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we've got every year Germany organizes the biggest beer festival in the world. Oh yeah. Oktoberfest. About six million people visit the festival. Yeah, I, I went I to quite one. fancy that one. Oh, you did? No, oh, no, well. Oh, I went to an Oktoberfest in England. It was in oh, Manchester. Okay. It was in their big square in Manchester. And um, I I like to think it wasn't anything like the real one because it was just carnage. It is meant to be carnage. To be fair, Oktoberfest is supposed to be total carnage. It was awful. Drinking this really strong lager in yeah. two pint glasses. Yeah. And you're necking it and people are standing on the chairs and tables chanting and it was awful have you like um having been to germany they have something that we definitely don't have in the uk have it maybe a little bit i'm gonna say a little tiny bit there is such support for the local brewery in wherever you are in whatever region Mm. of germany like there is they sell one beer right that is it you're either it within that catchment area or you're not and that's yeah, it. and that's all yeah. they have. I like right. that. Yeah, it's incredible. We went to uh, we were in a place called the Eiffel region, which is sort of middle uh, south, and they have one beer. Um, 
and uh, we, we went somewhere else. One of my favourite German beers is uh, I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to try try for it. I think it's Varsager, which uh, we had a bit of a that had a bit of a push over here along with Bitburger. They were two quite right. prominent beers. Their the the pump is sort of gold. It's white porcelain with gold trim, and it was amazing. And I took when we we went there as a family. My brother's six foot four, my little brother, and I was sixteen, and that's so why I could legally drink in Germany. So right. I just kept taking him in the bar. Right, who's going to question that? It's mental. Yeah. So yeah, and then he had to brush his whole teeth out with the toothpaste. So that that's um, that that is that is the right form of sort of patriotism, isn't it? That's yes, a, that's the problem. That's the problem with the British. We're <laughs> patriotic in the wrong ways. Oh, about shit that just is not like a football team. Ooh, we'll support the yeah. football team and we'll wave the flag and all that. What we should be doing is actually having British products. Yeah, like well, if we're... more people bought a car because it was a British brand, we would have our own version of like Audi or It'd be less BMW shit. or Mercedes. We'd have a really good one because they'd have the backing, the funds of our patronage. Oh, and I suppose you're quite. And if actually... we'd have a really good beer or whatever, wouldn't we? If you said this twenty years ago, I think it'd be a different thing. But like I, we've spoken. Like, I feel uh, right wing even saying this now because it's, <laughs> it's everything's sort of got tarnished, doesn't it? Yeah. Even well, mentioning Ad- the Union Jack feels quite <laughs> does bacony. Feel Ad- Adams is just down the road from me, and uh, and I have I am a keen supporter of Adams right, because they've evolved with the beer and evolution that's been going on yeah they've evolved in a very british way but they've evolved yeah. and and it's been quite nice to watch them but then down the road also equal distance is green kick which i loathe they make some of the shittest beers yeah. in the country i don't want to i don't want to patronage them can fuck off but you've got some great beers near you haven't you you've got um uh, Magic Rocks near you, isn't it? Magic Rocks near us. Osset is near us. Mm. Yeah, so there's some really good ones. But I, I don't think people drink them because they're local, really. Or maybe they do, but but not on the not on that sort of but, scale. Oh, no, yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not that thing, is it? Like, I don't know. It's hard to... Hard to like, for example, when Cadbury's moved all their factories to Germany... We should have fucked it we should We should have gone, <laughs> fuck Cadbury's. Not eating Cadbury's anymore, but no one cared. No one cared. <laughs> When, oh, when a bird Matthews moved to Germany, yeah. eat your turkey twizzlers. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't think a lot of people understand the power of purchasing. Like you could just stop a company dead. Like yeah. immediately. If you all agree, because I've said this because I'm quite a free range egg, but I can't understand why anybody buys anything that's like battery farmed now. It's mad. And because the process would be so fast. If if the UK population just said, Well, no, no, it's not free range, we're not going to buy it again ever. Yeah. Right. The market would change overnight. The price of free-range eggs would drop. It probably wouldn't get to the same price as free as, as battery farm, but it would settle somewhere between the two. Yeah. But people have just cannot do it. Like no. can't control themselves for a second. They're like, oh, it's 50p cheaper, I'm not buying that. <clears throat> and that's a that's a really weird thing. I you know what I do do, and this is true, it's a local beer thing, bringing it back. If I'm in a a, a pub local to me, because there's one not very far away, which I don't use, it's about two miles away yeah because they don't sell anything from the county which i find mad yeah they've got carlsberg heineken asp and uh, asp what's the uh horrible uh dutch lager amstel amstel they've got Carlsberg. strongbow and they've got guinness but yep. i don't understand it because adnams is 25 miles away 
And Aspel cider, which I think is probably one of the best ciders in the UK, it's about fifteen minute drive. Yeah. Why? Why are you doing that? Yeah. So they'll, I, I they'll just be there, attached what? to some ropey brewery, won't they? When it's a free house, that's the worst thing. Went oh, in there yeah. and I was like, "You are wrong," and I am never coming back. Yeah. And I'm taking my whole family with me. Yes, that's just my wife. But you listen, that's what's yeah. happening. Back to the back to the facts. Uh, beer pong was invented in the fifties. Never understood the rules of that. I've seen so many videos of it. Don't know what's going on. It's I I I, I hazard a guess. It's an American invention. Yeah, it's yeah. It feels very American. You so, yeah. So you put you you throw the table tennis ball in the beer, and then that person has to drink that beer. What do you mean? What the... don't you understand? No, there's like trick shots and all. Sorts. I've seen people like st- one. You can get you can get creative with it. Right, I don't I don't understand it. There's honestly. a bar in my town where. It's it's they have the proper official beer pong tables. Oh, okay. And you you get the proper red plastic cups and everything. And Wowzers! It's a, it's a bit of a laugh, but it's a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, I think the the facts start getting a bit shitty, but we'll we'll carry on with it. Obama, um, was the first president to brew a beer in the White House. What does that even mean? <clears throat> in a, he home brewed. Have you done that? What for, for what for what he wanted to? Yeah, I assume so. He wanted to make his own beer. It does seem quite odd. Um, no, I've never tried that. Uh, we did it. My friend did it once. We uh, did the it. kit, like a kit, or actually did, did it. A kit, yeah, like a kit. Yeah. My friend did it once, and we. It's not going to be very good, is it? What? It was disgusting. Number one, but we tested the volume of it, and it came out at about. <clears throat> I think it was about nine percent. Yeah, but it got contaminated because we were twats, so it had a very eggy smell to it. Nice. The other thing was that the it got you pissed for we drank it, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we're idiots. We were sixteen. Um, it got you pissed for hours longer than normal beer did. Yeah, so it's for, so that one sounds like it's fermented too long. Christ knows, it's terrible. Oh, that that pro, you know that process. It's... Yeah, I think it just got contaminated. But what we opened it to, to to kind of try it and stuff, and we drank it. You kind of had to uh, hold your nose and drink it. And we drank it, and we got a bit pissed. But it was about, I don't know, 11.30 uh, in the morning, 16, twat. And I absolutely twatted. And then I went back home, and my, my parents were having a get-together in the back garden with the neighbours. They were like, having a, a barbecue or something. So I kind of walked in at like 5 o'clock thinking, you know, low-key, I'm just going to keep myself to myself, walked in, and then I had to uh, mingle <laughs> with people as a shit-faced yeah, 16 year It was really weird. I remember my dad taking me aside into the garage and kept asking me if I was on drugs, which I found really funny. <laughs> and then I thought, I've had enough of this, I need some more egg juice. It's time to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd have made an excuse and left. <laughs> uh, next um, one. The brewers in Egypt were women. So? I didn't understand that either. Yeah. It's like, okay. it's like a 70s fact. All had two hands. What the fuck? Two hands? In Spain, women are allowed <laughs> to play tennis. <laughs> oh, was, really? That's nice. <laughs> between four and seven. Yeah. The Egyptians were pretty advanced with their stuff. Like... Didn't they find recently a six thousand year old bread oven? Yeah, in Egypt, that's amazing. 
but that but then that goes to that when i when you hear people on the paleo diet and they go do you know how long we really eat carbohydrates and they go okay but you you tell me i'll laugh and then we'll move on and they go uh, only like 500 years no that's bollocks yeah we've been eating bread for seven thousand years yeah and yeah could, but there's been proof of we've cooked yams and stuff like that because they've been edible what do you dig even them jesus handed out bread didn't he yeah only a bit it's quite tight he had loads it was like the baker's oven of the before christ times yeah well whilst christ is here times but it was like yeah fuck it i've just got this and a fish um, you, can, you can swim in a pool of beer I don't like this one because I've seen that on loads of travel Stolosh shows. Stauffenberg yeah. Brewery in Terence. Yeah, Austria. that's, that's oh. run through a pool filter. What do you care? Yeah. That, that is, if you went down to the local swimming pool. Austria is quite a beery place. But if you went down to your local swimming pool and like poured in a bottle of Kiora and then went, mad, I'm swimming in squash, you kind of are. You sort of are. And I feel the beer thing is similar. It's not beer they're going to serve, is it? They don't go, oh, wouldn't you, could you just move down to the tap end a second? We've just got a guy come in and bought a pitcher of beer. I was looking to see if there's any well-known Austrian beers, but there isn't really. They keep to their own. They drink their own and they don't really export it. Uh, yeah, no, no, you mean. That's a very novelty thing, that. Um, um, beer is the third most consumed drink in the world after water I think and that's tea. Wrong. I think I'm going to say I think that's wrong because I I've been in many many countries that don't drink tea, and I like not tea as is, a... tea is tea is well drunk though. There's a lot of people drinking tea. Yeah, but if you if you but no China when... and India. Oh yeah, I suppose they're and so they've huge. got the huge populations, haven't they? I suppose so. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Then that's fair. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That Beer third. More than wine? Yeah, definitely more than wine. You know, the countries can't grow grapes in, isn't there? So they would never have had it, ever. Ooh, the next one's a tip. What You can chill a beer in two minutes, just pour ice and salt in a bowl and stir. That's not really a fun fact, is it? I would say. That's moving away from the fun facts. That's a, that's a chemical reaction, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The earliest known building on the site of Downing Street was a brewery. Right. Wow. I was trying to think of a quick, like, quip about it, like, it's got me lost. <laughs> I was going to go with, them, you know, whatever. There's still a lot of sours in there now or something. <laughs> yeah, don't be bothered. Don't be bitter. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, and then the final one is builders of the Great Pyramids were paid in beer. I quite like that, but I think I feel paid should be in inverted... So you can call them slaves if you want. <laughs> inverted commas. Paid. Paid. Yeah, yeah I wasn't a fan of the, the paid thing. No, I don't think that's paid. But fair dues. Um, I've got some other stuff. What have we got? It does make the world go round a bit. Oh, definitely, 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 definitely. Um, what you got? Oh, I was going to do. Um, so, the, the, what's the, the best beer? What's <laughs> well, the what's the me, best beer? Yeah, and I'll give you. I'll, I'll tell you what my favourite beer. <laughs> oh, go for it. And then you'll know what I mean. Okay, right, right. The best beer is the half past five on a Friday beer. 
Okay, probably. that's good. Or the first beer after a wedding ceremony or something like that. You know, those moments where you just need a beer. This I've got one, which kind of folds into part of my the, the script, actually. So it works fine. So, <clears throat> as someone who's a bit special in the brain, <clears throat> sometimes I get hyper-focused on something that's nothing. Uh, and I just become totally obsessed with it. And my wife says that when I've got the thing that I want, right? well, I, I'll get to that, actually. So we'd been in Italy for uh, 10 days, been in Sicily, and we've been drinking Italian beers. Uh, lots of, uh, I don't like any of them. <laughs> They're all Moretti. Moretti and what's the other one? Madri, Peroni. Peroni. They're all like one euro a bottle, by the way, in Italy. They're not a very expensive beers. They're, no, they're no, it's a, very yeah, bog standard drink, beers. Yeah. Anyway, but I had them. It's fine. You're on holiday. It's hot. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And uh, then we caught a train from Sicily to Rome, because you can. And um, it goes on a ferry, the train. And we got to Rome and we wandered around for the day in Rome. Went to here, there and everywhere. And we're by the Colosseum. And I said, there's a pub near here. Um, that I checked out, it was quite good for lunch. Can we go there? And and she said, yeah, yeah, whatever, that's fine. We went, went to the pub and it was an Irish pub, but it was, it's not an Irish theme pub, it was an Irish pub. Okay. About 200 meters away from the Coliseum. And I went in there in the pub and they'd got like 20 taps. And there's an, an age you get to that, especially mine, when I go in and go, right, well, now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. So it was <clears> real ale. Real beer. In brackets. Loads of different beers. There were there wasn't many British ones. And I saw a glistening pump, which was uh, a beer I like, an American one. It's a wine, but yeah, it'll do. Um <clears throat> Lagunitas. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I had a pint of Lagunitas. I took it outside and my wife had a pint of Bex or something. We were waiting for our chips and stuff. And I picked up the beer and I took a sip. And my wife just, I, I put it down and she was just looking at me in the face. And I said, you're right. And she said, I want to feel about anything that's ever been mm. on this planet the way you do right now about that beer. Yeah. She said, your face was so amazing. <laughs> Over that. Was the, was the pub beer. busy? No, not overly. No, no, it did. Because if it's that it, hard it to get. It got wild, I think, on a Friday night. But I think this was like Wednesday at about midday. It, it wasn't a busy day. In the okay. pub. There's about eight people in the pub. But it was that... I, I wrote Rome is a, an incredible tourist trap. And that I'd had all these shitty, don't really taste of anything beers for days and days. Yeah. And Lagunitas is, like, has got... It's not the best beer in the world, but it's got something to it. Yeah. And I just, just, yeah... I call it not, you know, if you just knock the head off a pint, it's just that first one where you have a few swallows. Yeah. And yeah, and looked at Mrs. John and she was just, yeah, I just want to feel about anything that's ever existed yeah, that's, the way you yeah. do right now. I know exactly what she means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you yeah. think, do you think seriously it's here to stay? Like all these little cans with funky designs, IPA with grapefruit, IPA with guava is it no. is it here to stay is it a, is it a fad is it a moment in time will something knock will will interest wane will I think something it'll else wait. come in over the top i think it'll settle down we we go in because right uh, now it's one of the most lucrative industries yeah they're making making these quirky cans of beer 
Yeah, and selling it, them for like free, selling them for the same price you pay in a pub. It is secular, though, isn't it? Because you get these. Um, I don't know if you remember the cider when the cider revolution kicked off in the, in the, like, the late nineties. Like it, nothing had ever happened like that before. Like, yeah, it was Magnus kicked that off, which only found out recently. Magnus and the other one are the same thing, but they couldn't call it that when they were over here. Whatever. Magnus with ice. The first well, Bulmers. Time, Bulmers. So Magnus is called Bulmers in Ireland, and Bulmers is called... It's very confusing. Yeah. But anyway, the first time Magnus moved over here, and they were like, yeah, chuck it in a glass with ice. Dry side. I didn't really drink side, but I was like, health. went for the advertising, had a sip. You will when it's watered down. <laughs> I thought, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all right. the fruit it's ones and all yeah, these fruit ones. And it's yeah. crazy. So I think it'll settle down because that settled down a lot. That yeah. Down. Yeah. And maybe and last... that, maybe that could come back with a vengeance. Yeah, and we the had... other thing that sticks in my mind though about this is the gin. Gin was dead in this country. Yeah, it was an old good. ladies' drink, mm-hmm. and then some fancy marketing bod brought it back from the dead. And look at it now, it's ten crazy. pounds for a gin and tonic in a pub now. You know, and it's has in it... a big vase, and it has it fruit in it and. Which because you drink gin sometimes and I do. Yeah. It hasn't changed my taste in gin. So I I liked no. Bombay Sapphire before this started. And I still prefer Bombay Sapphire now. I, just, I don't really care. I really like really dry gin. And, mm-hmm. and so I always just ask for what have you I just want a really dry gin. Because they're because they're like, oh you're full fever tree yeah. tonic with a splash of elderflower in and all this. It's like not really. I just really want a really dry gin yes. with a tonic, normal tonic. And yeah, uh, and I don't want right, the tonic well, to be bottles. sweet because I don't like no, that. no. I want sweet a really dry drink. Grim. <clears throat> yeah, I quite like. My but that, but drink. you see what I mean though. That that's gone. Well, could do. Yeah. Skyrocketed again. But I know in ten years it'll dip. It'll gin yeah, it'll will be back. back off the cool list, won't it? But I think we're going to keep the types of beer, which I quite like, because there are so many beers that are dead. Like what we used to call an IPA, which I would think of as a Green King IPA, yeah, is effectively dead. Like nobody would, it, given the option no. between that and any other IPA. And that's why people no, didn't drink it. It is horrible. It was yeah. crap. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so, we're back there now. So it, maybe we're in a little golden period of all these nice beers. It's quite wonderful, though, living through the, the evolution of beer, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I like... Well, when it started with lockdowns, uh, yeah, I was just having beers, crates delivered, which I found very enjoyable. Yeah, it oh, did. well, it, it, that sort of... That that sparked it even more, because that increased the market for drink-at-home drinkers. Yeah, it really did, yeah. And yeah. so now it's that really profited from that. Because it, I think it was because it wasn't... There are things that are worth going out to the shop, and you know, if you, you well, I we need oil to cook with. Yeah, we, we're fucked. So I've got to go. We need egg or something, so I'll put the mask on. I'll do this. I'll make yeah. sure I don't touch anything to keep my hand. But beer, if you're not dependent on it, didn't feel like it didn't feel reasonable to go. Yeah. I need to go get some beers, and so I think <clears throat> for me, I was like. Well, okay, I'll just order it then, and 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 did, and it arrived like the next day. So I was like, right, fuck, I'm just never going to bother you. A bit about uh, about four years ago, it felt like anyone could just rock up with like a doodle on a can and a silly name. Yeah, and I think just that's sell changed. it, sell it, and just <laughs> sell it easy. 
Do you think that's changed? Yeah, bit? yeah, I think we're past that now. Surely yeah. it must be at saturation point on that now. Yeah, because we did we joked about um, I can't remember what the brewery I think it's sharps. I think we were having a joke about sharps before, where they they did had many tries at getting into the ever evolving market and they'd spent so much money on the can and they'd gone, What are we gonna put in it? Same thing we always make, just make it fizzier. Uh yeah. is that gonna work? Well it might do till they try it. And yeah. then you taste it and go, That's fucking dreadful. So can so you never drink lager now? Uh, no, not no. What if that's all they had? Uh, what if they only? I've never, never been to a pub where they've only got lager. But if they did, what uh, would you do? I if you go... ended up at a little outsidey festival with a band playing, and it was yeah. literally just a man with a beer keg with a lager that's keg it. in a tap, I can't even would, have. A would gym. you have a lager? No. Uh, yeah, okay. I probably you would. would. So I you can drink it. I can drink it. I just very much choose not to. But I. What about a pint of Boddington's? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. But I, you I, mind. I, I don't, no, that's okay. But my option, if I'm in a pub that's full of shit, what I would think of as sort of, uh, what? Yeah, what's your bailout? You know, if you end up in a club, you know what it they is. They don't have all the nice beers and that. No, what's Guinness. your bailout? Guinness. Yeah, because it's like an old friend, isn't it? I know exactly how how what percentage it is. Um. The, the the other thing is with Guinness, which is quite handy, is the kegs pressurized, so you can't really fuck about with it. Yeah, so it's that's hard true. to get a shit one. Yeah, that's true. Whereas if you have a, a Foster's, I I remember taking a beer. But I remember getting a couple of beers in a pub, not uh, you know within living around eight years ago, and they didn't have anything. It was lager, and I went to take a sip and went, oh fucking hell, took it back and went. Beers off, man. It smells like egg. It's not like my mate made yeah. it. And he went, and the barman went, Oh, right. You're not getting a refund. I said, No, no, whatever. I don't really care. I'm just leaving the beers here. You're not even taking them. Oh, yeah. Give me your eggy piss beer. That's great. I'll have it. Walked yeah. up and, then he, and then he made a big palaver of changing everything over and then coming back with a pint. The <laughs> best thing, the best thing that can happen is when it doesn't settle because that's literally physical evidence that it's not quite right oh okay right, right. so you can take it back in complete confidence you go look oh it's something wrong it's not settled you know? yeah and they go oh yeah and sort it out whereas if you think it's a bit off a bit naff yeah. it's trickier conversation isn't it yeah sometimes i will say i mean i'm kidding complaining sometimes i cannot be asked though so i just go i'm not even gonna drink it i just pour it away and yeah leave yeah. like it can't be asked with it especially if it's that kind of pub where it's all a bit, and then the beer shit. So, oh, what's okay. uh, what's your most prominent drunk memory? Memory of being drunk. Oh shit, that's a good one. Mine is, uh, <laughs> mine oh, yeah, is uh, younger days. Uh, we used to go to a club called Heaven and Hell on a mm-hmm. Tuesday, and uh, it was seven pounds all you can drink. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's legal anymore. It's not legal anymore, though. Um, but literally, the only rule was you had to take your old drink back. Right. This was drink exchange, if you like. I think that was just to save on people collecting all the carnage. I like it. Yeah, and um, so that. <laughs> so so we used to have uh, back in the al. It was sort of post Alcapop days. Yeah, yeah. But they were sort of ling- still lingered about. There was a red yeah, one VKs. and a blue one. Yeah. yeah, and so by the end of drinking all these random stuff, just because you could. You'd probably end up on these VKs, either red yeah. or blue. 
And um, I remember having a full session in there, Heaven and Hell, coming out of Heaven and Hell, not feeling that bad, immediately turning the corner and projectile vomiting purple sick because I'd had red and blue. (laughs) (laughs) And then going back to my mate's house and then just being sick all around his bedroom. (laughs) Just And then waking up just in this world of sick. I literally redecorated his bedroom. And I had no memory of it either, which is quite scary. That's really bad. Did you help clear it up? Yeah, yeah, I was mortified. Oh, that's terrible. Um, mine would have to be like clearest memory of being really, really drunk was um, well, I've mentioned the stag do before, but not um, I've mentioned the stag do uh, on the podcast before, but we got ruined on that on the stag do with my five friends, four friends, whatever it was. Your stag do, my stag do, right? Yeah, we went to the pub at about seven o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock. Had some drinks, had about I probably had about eight pints, nine pints, and then from there we went to a club, and my mate bought me 17 Jaeger bombs, I think it was. 17. (laughs) Okay, that's quite a lot. Yeah, like one after, every time I finished one, I looked down, there was another one there, and I was like... They're incredibly drinkable. Yeah, very drinkable. I drank it. Uh, My friends stayed up with me. Let me just... I'll just give you the plethora of what happened. My best man, he fared quite well. He, I think he did okay. He was fine. One of my friends, he he was one of our friends who's got the older parents. Um, they're like, so my dad's in his 70s now. His his parents must be late 80s, early mm-hmm. 90s. He was staying with them for the night. He got home after that and just threw up the entire night with his yeah. elderly, confused parents popping into the bathroom to check if he was dead or not. <laughs> One of my other friends threw his back out. He got home, wretched so hard he put Body his popping. back. <laughs> he put his back out. Uh, and the other one, my other friend, yeah, just, just yeah, just yeah, just hoofed up for the whole night. <clears throat> what I did was uh, I got walked home, uh, got got in. <clears throat> my bed. My wife was already in bed. I got in bed and spun out, and I just thought, no, nah, this is a bad idea. I'm going to be sick. So I went went to the bathroom. Uh, I have no memory of this either, by the way. Uh, I went to the bathroom. It was not sick, even though I'd had all this alcohol. Mm. But I thought, best place for me is here. So I just lay on the bathroom floor, just thinking, this is this is perfect. This is en suite being sick. Um, that's, uh, my wife had realised that I'd come in, gone to bed, got up and vanished. And she was a bit worried. She came to see me. And she went in the bathroom, was laying on the floor. And she said... And she said, are you, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm all right. And she said, yeah, I'm great. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> she, said, she said, do you want anything? And I said, can I have a blanket? And she went <laughs> off and got me a blanket. And she put a blanket over me. And, she, and then she said, and then you said, I really love you. I really, really love you. <laughs> and then I fell asleep. And... Um, uh, the next day we were supposed to go into her parents to see me uh, Sunday roast, and uh, normally I'd have to make up a million excuses not to do that. And she just said, "I heard the phone ring." And she picked it up. And she went, "John won't be there today. He's got, I think he's got a bit of a cold." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just laying in bed, sparked out. And I think I got about a million husband points that night just for it wasn't sick, 
didn't make any noise. Yeah. And just went, running up you. And then just <laughs> slept on the floor, hugging the yeah, toilet. Yeah, it's, it's the right place to be in the old yeah, bathroom. I've done, I'm quite, I slept in the bathroom on my wedding night. <laughs> Apparently in the bath. It's kind of, I think it's a, yeah, it's a, tr- it's a safe it's a place. Place. Yeah, you just think, I know this. I know what you've got to do. Lay down. I've done quite well. I've won 41. I don't think I've, I haven't been sick with alcohol in a long time. And uh, <clears throat> that's quite good because. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that sort of, but I, it takes an awful lot. I'll just fuck off and go for a nap, which I, you've been with me when I've done that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's why I do. I'm famous for just disappearing. Yeah, I've, I've, what I'm quite proud of now is I can do the drink day drinking thing, fuck off at four o'clock. Like two, three hour power nap. <laughs> Back on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've, I've done a few times. Uh, I think that's beer. Yeah, I, I think, think we've beer. nailed beer. How can people get in touch with us, John? They can. The best way to do it is to go on to a little known Facebook uh, website called facebook.com. Really good game way. Big F in a blue square. Facebook.com. Search in the search box in Facebook for On Topic Podcast. Yeah, join the and group. our group will appear, and it's a great group. Join the conversation. Yeah, you can email us at theontopicpodcast at gmail.com. You follow us on Twitter. You'll be in uh, it's a, it's a, a close group. Um, yeah, yeah, and we're we're quite prolific with our lack of tweeting. Yes, and um, we're on the old TikToks as well at the on topic. That's the on topic podcast. On if TikToks you really want to help us out, leave us a thumbs up or a star or a review Definitely. on whatever podcast platform Five stars. you use. Just write something that like... for some reason that makes a huge difference. That's it literally nice. affects our position in the charts. Yeah, because I don't minute, know. It must mean something. Go and do it. Yeah, thumb us up, star us, rate us, reviewers, all that good stuff. So thank you for listening. Uh, we hoped you liked the off topic one. We'll have to see what the feedback's like on that one. Yes. Because um, we might do that again at 40. Yeah, oh, it's fine. It was def- definitely less dead air than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, because it's hard when you've got nothing ready. But yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. See you Thanks on for listening. Bye! I'll talk about stuff.